Welcome to Park Avenue Synagogue Podcast. The world has been turned upside down. The community showed up in force on Friday night, where in addition to everything else going on, we were honored to have Mayor Adams address our community during Friday night services. It was packed with over a thousand congregants gathering for prayer, showing support for our brothers and sisters in Israel. I want to express my deepest thanks to Mayor Adams for addressing us and supporting the Jewish people in our time of crisis. And we want to make sure that as many people hear his message as possible. Here he is on Park Avenue Synagogue Podcasts. People often ask me why I have such a close relationship with the Jewish community. If, and it goes back so far. I remember as a child reading about the life of Dr. King and reading about some of those significant organizations that really paved the way for the African-American civil rights experience. Thinking about Harvard, Howard University, Dillard College. I think about Julius Rosenwald, who created 2,000 secondary and primary schools where thousands of young black children who were denied proper education was able to go through. I think about during the Freedom Summers and the white children that came from northern cities and participated, how 50% of them were Jewish, how without those Jewish supporters, some of the most significant organizations defined us, NAACP, SNCC, SCLC, the Jewish relationship with the African-American experience is so significant. And when others stood on the sideline, the Jewish community placed themselves in harm's way to fight on behalf of African-Americans throughout this entire country. How could I stand on the sideline now? How could I sit back and watch the devastation that I saw? I am not doing this merely because that we have the largest Jewish population outside of Israel. I'm doing it because I owe you. I owe you. My son Jordan owes you. My parents owed you. The African-American experience is connected to the Jewish and African-American relationship. And I know that so well. And my heart is in so much pain on what I saw in Israel. Hamas wanted to destroy the spirits of the Jewish people. Israel has a right to defend itself. I cannot say that any clearer, a level of clarity. But something else should happen. Every group in the city 
should be raising their voice. No one should be a detached spectator right now sitting on the sidelines watching this battle. Everyone should be raising their voice. And your army, your army is one of the best trained armies. Young people are instilled the spirit of patriotism and they are going to fight the battle. And here in the city of New York, you have my commitment and promise. We're going to protect in general every citizen of this city, but specifically the Jewish community. You saw the threats that was put out. They are going to do their jobs. We have two armies that are fighting to defend us. One in Israel, we should pray for and give them the strength and courage to succeed. And the men and women who adorn a blue uniform here in the city of New York. But there's a third army. This is the civilian army. I use the analogy all the time, and I will continue to say, there are many rivers that feed the seat of something, and right now it's the seat of anti-Semitism and hate. We have to dam each river. And what does it look like? We have to dam the rivers of our college campuses that have moved from places of academic achievements to systems of hate. We all heard the anti-Semitic speech from CUNY Law School. We have to dam the rivers on our college campuses that promote hate. We have to dam the river of social media and using algorithms to push out anti-Semitism and hate throughout our social media, media, radicalizing our young people within our own households. The young man that shot a group of African-Americans in a supermarket, it wasn't from his parents, it was from social media. Our social media platforms have to stop pushing out hate and destroying the minds of our young people. We have to dam the rivers of failing to prosecute those who participate in hate crimes. There should be a zero plea bargaining policy. You commit a hate crime, you should be held accountable, and you should go to jail. We have to dam the river of separatism. Our children need to know each other. We have something called breaking bread, building bombs. We want a thousand dinners across the city and people to sit down and do something revolutionary. Talk to each other. <laughs> Learn what the Passover is, what Kwanzaa is, what Diwali is. Learn why we wear a hijab, a kufi, a yarmulke. Learn from each other. How do we live in a city with all this beauty and diversity, yet we don't know each other every day? That is what plants the seeds of hate, the lack of knowledge who we, have, who we are, and the richness of our community and our society. We must make sure that river is dammed and allow a free-flowing opportunity of learning each other. I should know the synagogues and the Baptist churches and the Buddhist temples and the mosques we should know each other 
so we can celebrate and lift up each other. Nothing is more warm to my heart to see our clergy leaders from different faiths and different denominations coming here and rejoicing and celebrating with you. We have to make sure that river flows. And we have to dam the river of watching those who believe it's all right to celebrate as DSA did to celebrate the destruction and the hatred we saw in Israel and use our streets to do so, not in New York City. That is not who we are. And so I thank you. And painful moments, we have to find purpose. This is a purpose, purposeful moment. Your military will do their job. The police will do their job. We have to now do our job. No one can be a DTAC spectator. We all must go on the field of battle in life. There is a darkness, I believe, that's hovering across our entire globe. We're seeing it in Ukraine. We saw it in Israel. We're seeing it in the streets of our city. We're seeing it in South and Central America. People of faith must reclaim our countries. I'm committed to doing so. I spent 22 years of my life wearing a bulletproof vest standing on the street corners of this city protecting the children and families of this city. I love this city. I love the people of this city. Right here in New York, what we do will cascade throughout the entire country and it will cascade throughout the entire globe. It starts here. If we get it right, the country will get it right. There's no better place to be than the Tel Aviv of America we call New York. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Park Avenue Synagogue podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about our community, check out PASYN.org. See you in shul. Hallelujah.